Hello, everybody. I'm Clay Brees, and this is The Watchman. We're sounding the alarm for the peril and the uncertainty that lie ahead. Our commitment is for the objective truth. As the watchman on the wall, we will always call out whenever we see those that live in the fifth dimension, attempt to put feelings and emotions in front of facts and in front of truth. And we do that by calling out the real motives of those living in the land of unlimited imagination. And we're going to expound on the under, underreported facts, and we're going to do that today with Annette Baker. Annette Baker is an environmental science expert. She's our homeschool teacher as well, but she's also our senatorial candidate for the Pennsylvania Senate District 11 against Marxist Judy Schwank. And I want to make sure we're clear on this. We have, a, we have an open invitation for Judy Schwank on this show. The reason I bring that up is because I don't think Judy wants to be on our show because she doesn't want to have to confront Annette about the issues of the day, the, the distinct differences between a Republican and a Democrat, because this is what this is coming down to. There's a reason in Berks County that Democrats are losing voter registration and Republicans are gaining. There's a reason in Berks County why Judy Swank's district is becoming more and more Republican. There is a reason for that, folks. And the reason is because people are not identifying with the Marxist left anymore. Now, Judy Swank claims to be a moderate, a middle road, a middle of the road Democrat that some Republicans seemingly like to work with. I mean, personally, I think it needs to be as the party chairman. I, I'm, and I believe in Berks County, I believe that Republicans need to mission themselves to work with any Democrat that is elected as much as humanly possible and compromise on things like where roads go and building projects, things like that, but not make any compromise on principles. Not make any compromise on principles. And I'm tired of Republicans compromising on principles as well as everything else and even playing footsie with some Democrats in which to help them get, uh, you know, help them in their election efforts sometimes because they'd rather see them work with these Democrats than work with Republicans. I, I think what we have to realize is in the in any... In any race in the state of Pennsylvania, as well as this country, there is a distinct difference between Democrats and Republicans. Don't miss that. And as a Republican, both Annette and I understand that. That's like I said, that's not to say we demonize Democrats. If there, I mean, we'll work with a Democrat. If I was elected and I was in the state assembly, I would work with a Democrat. As long as we can, we can compromise all day on how much a building project needs to be or how much money to give to this cause or that cause or whatever. On budgetary issues, I can compromise on that, on some budgetary issues, but there's some things I will not compromise on, ever. Planned Parenthood funding, not compromise. I will not compromise on my support for, for, for pro-life legislation. I will not compromise on my protection of the unborn. I won't. I won't compromise on my protection for Second Amendment rights, and I certainly won't compromise on my protection for the jobs and the businesses and and throughout Pennsylvania, throughout this country. I'm not interested in jobs in China, folks. I'm interested in jobs right here in this country. I'm not interested in Democrats who talked about how, how empathetic they are and sympathetic they are. I don't want their words, folks. I want jobs. I want an economy that works. And I'm tired of having Republicans work with Democrats who are not interested in jobs for the middle class. They're not. They're just interested in their next pet project. Well, that's not Annette Baker. Annette Baker will be the Republican that will totally keep principles out front. And she will not let that happen 
uh, Annette, uh, I'm sorry I got my soap opera box for you, so there, Annette, my soapbox there, Annette, but I'll tell you, folks, Annette Baker's a, a principled woman, very, very principled and very honest, and she will do the job that she says she's going to do. She will go to Harrisburg, and she will set the, she will set the train right. Annette, I mean, did I speak correctly about some Democrats in Harrisburg, including Judy Swank? I mean, the Democrat Party, Annette, has become seemingly, seemingly has become a friend of the defund the police group. They seemingly have a soft spot for rioters and defund the police. Don't, Annette, am I speaking out of turn or do they seemingly want to keep jobs in other places but America? They want jobs in China and everywhere else, but not here. Annette, am I missing that? Am I missing the fact that <laughs> no, Democrats I- seem to have lost track and lost lost contact with the middle class, Annette? What, what are you seeing, Annette? Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Um, you know, it's interesting that, <clears throat> excuse me, you mentioned that, uh, you know, they seem to be aligning themselves. There was actually a report uh, from a few months ago, but I've, I've heard uh, multiple times now that this is, is still happening, that there are um, campaign staff that work for Joe Biden's campaign that are actually donating to groups that will pay the bail fees for anybody that's arrested in, in, in the riots in Minneapolis. And I'm sure it's happening in, in Kenosha as well now, but, uh, you know, that, that's just something that, um, to me, uh, you, you know, we really are coming down to a jobs versus mobs mentality. I mean, we really, there, there is the, you know, there are people, you know, bad, bad police officers. And I've talked to enough of the, of the police officers out there now that say, you know, we, we don't want bad police. We want to get those guys out. Um, but to say that all police officers are bad and that they need to defund the police, um, you know, just is incredible to hear. Um, you know, we talked to, you talked about, um, you know, the idea of diverting money or, or, um, you know, spending money in other areas that it's not, technically defunding because we talked about that before and it really truly is it really truly is defunding the police it's it's taking away resources that they need um you know and, and i i think it's it's one of those things that you know when you put the police in a situation where their funds are being reduced you're putting in untrained people that are going to be going into the situations that that the police face They've talked about, you know, using social workers to help with domestic violence situations or, you know, other calls that might be considered, you know, not as dangerous. Um, and the police recognize that domestic situations are the most dangerous. And I've talked to a number of very seasoned officers that have retired to those that are new coming on, and they will tell you those are the calls that they hate the worst, the, the most. Um, those are the worst calls for them because they never know what they're walking into. They don't know if they're walking into a situation where things are calming down or things have ratcheted up and they're going to be ambushed. They just, they have no idea what they're walking into. Well, and that's that, part of the problem of, of sending untrained people in there. You just don't know what they're, they're going to be facing. And when they defund the police, you're talking about cutting funding. It's always training that takes it on the chin. But let me just say this, folks, and I think, you know, and because Annette and I have both been in the community together talking to people, we know what people want. They want more 
police and better trained police. But there was a seismic event here last week, uh, uh, Annette. There was a unicorn sighted in western Pennsylvania. Joe Biden was out there. Okay, uh, he was out there doing a, a a sort of rally with 20 people or something, but he did some sort of a, a piece, if you will, out there. And, and he pledged a couple of things that I want to bring up to our listeners, because when Joe Biden says, do I um, do I look like a radical socialist that has a soft spot for rioters? The answer to that would be a resounding yes, based on the words that come out of his own mouth. So let's get to that. We're going to dive into that. And Annette and I are going to sufficiently unpack that. So when we're done talking about it, folks, you can clearly know, you can know distinctly that you have no need to further unpack it. It will be sufficiently unpacked because Annette and I, because Annette and I will sufficiently unpack this. So here we have it. Okay, we have our, our radical socialist Trojan horse of socialism, Joe Biden, a unicorn was seen in Western Pennsylvania because he hasn't been out anywhere, but he's out there in Western Pennsylvania and, you know, he's out there chatting with people and and trying to discuss the idea that that he wants this country secure. There's, there's two things there. He wants the country secure from bad cops. And then he pledges to never use the National Guard to uh, to squash a riot or a looting situation that the governors and the mayors cannot get a handle on because they don't want to get a handle on. See, there has to be a will to crush the head of the rioters. There has to be a will to break their spirit and to break their will and desire to, to loot the city. There has to be a will that exceeds their will. You actually have to have a mayor and a governor that want that, that are going to have a, a stronger desire to, 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 to crush the head of the serpent, if you will, than they do to work with these people and to try to count votes, which is kind of like what the Democrats seemingly are doing. Because when 67% of this country believe Donald Trump is on the side of law and order and the police, and 60% of this country believes that Joe Biden and the Democrat leaders are in league with the are league are in league with the defund the police groups, it's because of the words that come out of Joe Biden's mouth. So Joe Biden was uh, at a rare event uh, in Western Pennsylvania, and he was out there talking about how he wants to keep a country secure from bad cops as well as pledging as he makes his pledge. I pledge to never use the National Guard to intervene in domestic political disputes. I mean, he calls a riot a domestic political dispute. I'm blown away by this guy. This guy has put a new definition on stupid and incompetence. This guy is absolutely out of touch with reality. Annette, I mean, would you affiliate... Judy Swank and all Democrats with the leader, the potential leader of this party, which is Joe Biden and the words that are coming out of his mouth and use those words against him in a court of law, if you will, on our show. Yeah, well, it's it's amazing that, you know, they they will try to pull, uh, you know, it's double speak. Um, it's kind of like it reminds me of of Animal Farm in 1984, 1984 in particular, where they talk about double speak, where everything, you know, up is down and down is up, and they try to convince you of all kinds of different things. You know, gaslighting is another uh, way to approach it. But, yeah, it, it's it's incredible for the Democrats to be out there saying that, you know, it would be wrong to use the National Guard to stop protesters. 
First of all, let's be no, 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 totally no, 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 not, not, not protests, riots. That's it. That's what I was just about to say. Let, let's be totally honest. This is not about peaceful protesters. This is about rioters. These are people that are destroying property. They are hurting people. In some cases, you know, now we've we've had our first, you know, killing of a of a, a Trump supporter, um, point blank, uh, by someone who uh, claims to be a member of Antifa. Um, you know, it, this is, this is not your typical, you know, we're having a protest and, and, uh, you know, demonstrating against policies or against, you know, something that's happened like with, with, with what started out in the beginning, it was peaceful protests. People were upset. People protested. What, what happened was when it went into rioting and it starts getting into destruction of property. The governors and the mayors of these cities, all Democrats, by the way, are the ones that are not controlling the rioters, the people that are breaking laws by destroying property. They're burning down businesses that are owned by by black entrepreneurs in the very inner cities that the Democrats say that they want to help revive. These are the very people that they say they want to help. And yet this is allowed to continue. Well, and no, it was Joe interesting Biden. because. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say it was interesting that, uh, you know, until it starts to affect those particular mayors personally, like the protesters, right. the rioters come outside their house, then they call in the, yeah. the, uh, the police and anybody else that they need to protect their property. Well, to protect themselves, but everybody else is left to fend for themselves. Folks, when Annette and I say, and when we're out here unpacking this, and we're declaring that the Democrats are on the side of lawlessness and mob rule, we're we're using evidence. We're not just saying this because we're we're staunch rock rib conservatives, okay? We're saying this because we've heard the words out of their mouth. They are saying and promising certain things. We must take them at their word and believe them. So when Joe Biden says that, do I look like a person has a soft spot for rioters? And then he follows that up by saying, I want to secure a country. I want to secure our country from bad cops. This is a wink and a nod to the anarchists defund the police groups. That's what this is. This is a wink and a nod to the people burning the police stations. When Joe Biden says that he will never use the National Guard. He pledges he will never use the National Guard to intervene in domestic political disputes. He is saying, it's a wink and a nod, I will never use the National Guard to intervene with riots that are out of control. I will I will always let them play out. And the evidence of that was what happened in Baltimore. They let them play out. As a matter of fact, the mayor and the district attorney a few years ago in Baltimore when this was going on said, we just need this to play out. I mean, look, don't take my word for it. Look at the words that come out of their own mouths and understand that the people of this, this is why the people of this country are starting to believe this. This is why six out of 10 Americans believe that Joe Biden, as he says, yes, sir, you do have a soft spot for rioters looters, and, of course, defund the police. You have a soft spot for them. Yes, sir, you look like a radical socialist with a soft spot for them. Yes, sir. 
And then I are going to answer that question because he asked the question. And yes, we're going to answer it. Yes, you do have a soft spot. And the evidence of that, your honor, that we are going to use to condemn him and convict him on this is the words out of his own mouth. Folks, these folks, these people, this political party has all gone this way. Because even locally, we've seen Democrats, we've seen our governor, as well as others, locking arms with the defund the police groups. I believe Judy Swank has been on that line as well. I mean, Annette, am I right or wrong? Has she been locking arms with defund the police groups? Uh, yes, from from photographs that I've seen, yes, and and okay. that's where that's that's one of the main differences between the two of us. I I stand with the police. Do I do I believe that there needs to be some reforms? Absolutely. But when I talk to people, what they tell me, and I you know I know that I've I've told you this, they're telling me they don't want less policing; they want more policing. That's right. They need more help to control the drugs in their community. They want better trained police officers. Better training, more of them. They want more police in Reading. They don't want less. So, you know, the the mantra of the Democrat Party is totally against what people want. And let's just let's expand on that just a little here. Basically, better training. I think the, the hardest part for a police officer is how to handle someone who's resisting arrest. That's the hardest part. Because... Because panic sets in. Oftentimes, some of these police officers, because they've changed the, well, they've they've eliminated a lot of the hiring requirements for police officers from years past. There's no longer size and height and weight requirements. Uh, and the agility tests that they go through really have been weakened down to where, I mean, you, you don't even have, a, have to have a certain strength capacity to be able to be an officer and agility capacity to be an officer anymore. All of those standards have been reduced down and, and brought down to a simple thing. And so it's not, it's very often that when they make an arrest of someone or they're attempting an arrest of someone, that the person they're trying to arrest is head and shoulders bigger than they are, and sometimes 50 to 70 pounds bigger than they are. Folks, you can guarantee when that happens, they're going to be nervous and scared because they know that person is big enough to take the gun away from them. All right, there's, there's a lot of fear that sets in. So training is very important, and it's in the training that they made they make mistakes. I mean, it's just, it's just the way it is. They may not be bad cops, and they might might just be scared cops. Who knows? But whatever it is, they make the horrible mistakes they do when they're not trained to handle the difficult situations. So we want better training, right, Annette? Absolutely, better training is a must. In my that's opinion, true. and that's but so it you're not interested. Is. So you, 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 there are no pictures of you locking arms with defund the police groups, are there? Uh, no. Okay. No, there's definitely no pictures of me doing that. Okay, folks. Uh, there's pictures so of me with the with the uh, you know back the blue thing, but yeah. yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> so just because, so our listeners are know. understanding of that, that, that one of the distinct differences between Annette and Judy Swank, as well as. Republicans and other Democrats throughout the state of Pennsylvania, as well as across the country, is that Republicans, and again, voters see this, 67% of voters identify Republicans as being in league with, in league with the law and order and police. And 60% see the Democrats as being in league with lawlessness, mob rule, 
allowing disorder crimes and basically disallowing cash bails and uh, deactivating gang databases across the country. I mean, anything they can do to make apprehension of criminals more difficult. Yes, the Democrats are in league with lawlessness, mob rule, making the police officers' lives more difficult and making it more difficult to find guilty people that break the law, as well as making it more difficult to find laws that they actually break because they're allowing some of the disorder crimes to take place. Annette, I mean, what are you seeing? I mean, are the Democrats, I mean, six out, six out of ten Americans see this, Annette. I mean, Annette, you're definitely on the side of law and order and police. I know that. That was kind of a rhetorical question. But I want our listeners to understand <laughs> the difference between Republicans and Democrats. And we're, we're, con, we're convicting them out of the words of their own mouth. Because when Joe Biden throws a dog whistle out there, okay, and uh, when he puts it out there by saying that, that, you know, he first he'd start saying, well, you know me and you know my heart, and you know, my story and my family story. Do I look like a radical socialist with a soft spot for rioters? The answer to that is, yes, sir, you do. From what you just said, you're you seem to be throwing dog whistles out to the anarchist defund the police group. And he'd say, well, what do you mean by that, Mr. Brees? Well, what I mean is, sir, are you saying when you say you want a country secure from bad cops, are you saying that? We have a large number of bad police officers, or we have are we having a low number of police officers? Where where do you feel where do you fit in on that? As well as is that a dog whistle by saying that you're you're presuming that you want to presume all cops are bad until they prove themselves good? I, I don't know where he's going with that. It seems to be a dog whistle comment. But the second comment, Mr. Vice President, that you made, and uh, are you keeping up with me, Mr. Vice President? Because I know you, you might want me to slow down here so you can process what I just said. But uh, the second question I have, Mr. Vice President, is did you state categorically that you pledged to not use the National Guard to intervene in riots? No, Mr. Brees. I said political disputes. Sir. All right, let's not mince words here. We, no one's talking about using the National Guard, the military, to stop protests. They're being called in to stop the tearing down and, and, and destroying of our cities and looting and crime wave. Are you, and, you, and your statement right there, sir, convicts you of that. Annette, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, all we have to do is take a look at the DNC convention. Um, not once did they say that uh, they did not support the rioters. Um, Joe Biden's own uh, campaign staff members have taken, uh, have donated to um, help pay the bail for uh, people who are arrested with, from, by riot, you know, for rioting in, uh, in Minneapolis Annette, um, Annette, in particular. Annette, and it's, what do they call that? I mean, I want you to repeat that again, because I know our listeners heard that, but, I'm going to ask the question. Are you saying that Joe Biden actually had campaign workers fund an organization to get rioters out of jail in Minneapolis? Correct. Yes. So our listeners need to and understand. they were celebrating is, it on social media. <laughs> so, so now, just so our listeners are understanding, that is the third piece of evidence that we're using here to convict Joe Biden that, yes, sir, you have a soft spot for rioters. The statements you made in Western Pennsylvania, but also the fact that your own campaign workers donated to an organization 
to allow protesters and riot, I should say rioters and looters to get out of jail. Folks, don't miss that. And then I'm sorry to interrupt you on that, but once you wrap the show up with this, I mean, why should people vote Republican? I mean, are the Republicans the party of law and order in it? Oh, absolutely. We are the party that that is saying that, you know, we we believe in in peaceful protests. We do. We believe that you should, you know, as as our constitution say, redress or approach government and say we don't agree with this. We don't like this peacefully. We agree that protesting can be done in ways to call attention to things that need to change. Totally agree with that. Where we differ, and it's night and day, and to use an analogy that the Democrat National Convention used and the Democrats used, it is the difference between lightness, light and dark. And I would submit that the Republican side is on the side of light because we are on the side of order. God is a God of order. He's not a God of chaos. He's not a God of confusion. We we serve and look at things um, I particularly, and, you know, I believe a lot of other Republicans that I know, I'm sure you, you would agree. We look at things through the idea of having law and order. And in that law and order, there is definitely a place for protesting. But when you support rioting, you are supporting anarchy with the intent to bring down our existing government, to reform it with a socialist communist bent. Uh, and that that's very thoughtful the way you put that and uh but it's true it's very real folks i want you folks to understand all of our listeners understand we just sufficiently unpack this so there's no further unpacking needed folks make no mistake about it the democrats are on the side of lawlessness they are wanting these rioters to, to to do what they're doing the problem that the problem is they don't have control over them like a light switch, like you have control over the light in the room with the switch on the wall. They don't have that kind of control. They're very much dispirited because they see the polling now is against them. And they've, as we got into the polling last time, you know, they're they're watching, they're watching the uh, the the bump that that Trump got out of this national convention, and the Democracy Institute Sunday Express poll that showed. Trump beating Biden in, in all the battleground states as well as nationally dispirits them greatly. And I think that this spirit is, is holding them back from not just donations, but also campaign workers, as well as people, volunteers out there trying to pursue and push for these Democrat candidates. So this election is far from over, but I would submit, folks, that Trump has now got the momentum in his corner and he will finish this out now. Because not only does he have the inside track, but he has the people of this country on his side. Well, folks, we are out of time. Thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. Uh, Thanks for being with us today. Tune in every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. right here on AM Radio, 1180 WFYL, for this distinct unpacking of the truth on The Watchman with Annette Baker. And uh, we appreciate her being with us as well. Thank you again, all of you, for tuning in. See you next week on The Watchman. For Annette Baker, I'm Clay Brees. Goodbye for now.